Hey, welcome back to the Daily Devo here on the Waypoint Church Podcast. My name is Logan Miller. I am one of the worship leaders here. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, As I announced yesterday, this is a little bit of a bittersweet week for us. This is uh, the end, at least for now, of the Daily Devo. And so we're going to finish out this week. We're going through the book of Philippians together. And then uh, we're going to transition into really what the dream for the Waypoint podcast was going to be going back several months before this COVID-19 pandemic hit. And so there's still going to be weekly content that's coming out. And uh, we're going to be having some interviews with uh, some pretty incredible people and then just having a little bit longer form conversation um, and episodes that are that are probably going to be coming out about one time a week. And uh, who knows, there may be a time when the Devo comes back. Uh, we'll we'll just kind of see how things work out. But for now, we're gonna we're gonna take a pause on the daily Devo. And uh, if you're really enjoying it, you can obviously go back and listen to uh, four months worth of episodes. So that's it for uh, my my announcements. And we're just gonna jump in. We're in Philippians chapter two, and just kind of reading through this together. So it says this, starting in verse one. So if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others." Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But he made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or questioning, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with a father he has served with me in the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me, and I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also. 
I've thought it necessary to send you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier, and your messenger and minister to my need. For he has been longing for you all and has been distressed because you heard that he was ill. Indeed, he was ill, near to death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him also, uh, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I am the more eager to send him, therefore, that you may rejoice at seeing him again, and that I may be less anxious. So receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor such men. For he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. So that's chapter two. And something I love just about getting to read scripture in context, right? Just to go through a book and just read it is you start to see all of these, you know, what we would call, you know, these coffee mug verses. Like in chapter one, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain, right? When we begin to see that in the context for what it is, it's no less beautiful. In fact, in a lot of ways, it's more beautiful, but we begin to see how it's actually used in the text. We can also look to chapter two, right? And we get this, beautiful passage about Christ's example of humility, right? How he didn't count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he humbled himself to the point of death on a cross, right? And because of that, he's lifted high, right? We get this beautiful passage, but right after that, starting in verse 12 and and 13, we, we get to this idea of working out your own salvation with fear and trembling. See, that, that verse is not just something we, we kind of cherry pick out of there. It's something that comes right on the heel of Paul talking about Christ's example. That his humility, his coming, his sacrificial love, it was because of those things that he was actually elevated. And so Paul's drawing out, look to Christ. And because of that, you can actually model your life on how he lived. That's so important to me as someone who loves just studying scripture to see that these these verses, they are beautiful, but we can't just pull them out of the context. We have to see them for what they are and in their right and proper place. And sometimes the best way to do that is to just zoom out a little bit. Because a lot of times we get so focused on just reading one verse and trying to parse out and really dig up the meaning on what exactly that one verse is. And I think that can be great and useful for us. But if we miss the forest for the trees, uh, there can be issues. And so that's why I I hope that you're going to be able to get something really beautiful out of just a week of reading this book, Philippians, together, being able to draw the lens back and see how all of these really beautiful coffee cup verses actually fit into the bigger story that Paul is telling to the church in Philippi. So that's it for today's Daily Devo, and uh, we'll see you here again tomorrow.